Yes, welcome back to another edition of the Rhythm of Real Estate podcast. My name is DeAndre LaVarity. I am here with your update on what's going on in the real estate market throughout the country right now. Okay, guys, so I want you to take a listen to this news clip here from CNBC. They're going to talk to you quickly about the builder stock and how those stocks are adjusting to the market. Uh, we have, you know, builder stocks increasing. We have housing starts decreasing. We have multifamily housing starts increasing. And all of that has a really huge impact on the direction of the market as well as the direction of your pockets. So let's check in, listen to this quickly, and we will be right back. Well, well, the builder stocks moved higher on the hope that interest rates will come down, but housing starts really took a dive in November, falling to the slowest pace in over a year, according to the U.S. Census. And this came after a report yesterday that home builder sentiment fell to the lowest level in more than three years. The only bright spot in the numbers, multifamily housing starts jumped over 20% annually, showing still very strong demand for rental housing as home sales weaken further. Now, new home sales for November are not out yet, but one top analyst who surveys over 400 builders says the writing is already on the wall. I definitely think we're in a correction. Sales, according to us, uh, our survey last month, were down 19% year over year. Now that's off a tough comp. I would call that a correction. Now sales were high last year because mortgage rates were low, a full percentage point lower than they are today. Home prices still quite high, although the gains are shrinking. While builders are now beginning to cut prices, they can't cut much, especially because they're largely building in the move-up market and not at the entry level. Back to you guys. Okay, guys, so as you heard it, builder stocks are up. But why? With the hope that interest rates will fall, right? So now builders need to make a profit. So when those interest rates are too high, and they don't perceive them coming down, that has a real impact on the buyer's market, how many actual buyers are gonna be in the market to purchase a home. Now, just common sense is gonna tell you, if I don't think I'm gonna be able to sell this home for a profit, there's no point in me spending, you know, three to six months building it, and all this money and investing all this time for what? So, now what the market is trying to get you to feel is that there is hope that interest rates will either fall or the increases will pause long enough to regenerate and re-spark that interest in buying right now. But on the other hand, we have to read both sides of the coin. We see that multifamily starts have jumped 20%. What is that telling you? Well, listen. If you bet on both sides, you're guaranteed to win. Is that right? Well, builder stocks are up only because they hope that interest rates decrease. What is a stock? It's an interest in the equity of a company. Therefore, that means people are giving their money to these builder companies with the hopes that interest rates will either slow or fall. Follow me. Now, on the other side, these same builders are deciding that 
instead of building single family homes, because listen, that's not the direction of the market. We're at the very top of prices. I, I bet that if I buy this home at the top of the market and I do anything, or I buy this land at the top of the market and do anything, my projected revenue is going to be so much less than it should be in today's market next year that I'm going to hedge the bet and I will build. But instead of building single family houses, I'm going to build multifamily houses because there's a huge demand for rentals right now, guys. So what does that tell you as an individual? We have to think about this critically because it's only critical thinking that will make us win in 2019. So we have a demand for rentals increasing throughout the country. But notice they focused very, very keenly on the coastal states, right? So this correction, as they like to call it, uh, and that's really subjective, but this correction, as he, as he mentioned, is coming from the outside moving in, right? So me, I work in the Boston market, Boston, Massachusetts, coastal town, very, very, very important to realize where you are and how the overall economy is affecting your local economy. So we got rental demand up and we see that right now in Boston for the last, what, six years, they've been building these luxury apartments and attracting high net worth individuals or at least well-paid people because, you know, we all know your net worth is not completely congruent with your income. I know a lot of rich, broke people, but I digress. Home sales are weakening further. What does that tell you? Well, we talked about um, in a previous video how the inventory has been uh, building up over the last few months and what does that mean? There are obviously a shift in the market is taking place and there are more buyers that are willing to wait. Or a reverse look, there are more sellers who are really trying to get out of this market while they can. So my suggestion, and again, everybody's situation is different. I would love to talk to you personally about what you have going on. But if you are a single, homeowner, you have just a home that you live in and you're not looking to produce any additional income from it, hold on to your home, all right? Just keep it. There's no reason to sell it. Everybody needs a home for their family. There's a lot more to the real estate market than economics. So if it's a single home, you don't have any reason to sell your home, don't. Now, on the other hand, if by chance, you are an investor, if by chance you are an individual who is looking to downsize, you have too much space, right? We have a, you know, some umpteen million boomers who are in that process right now who need to downsize. A lot of them don't realize they need to downsize, but when the economy really hits, it's going to bite you in the butt and you're gonna wish you had sold now. So listen to D and sell if you can and if it makes sense for you. Now, I wanna share, now I wanna share another video 
This one is with the president of Realtor.com, Ryan O'Hare, on Fox Business. Now listen closely to what he says because it's his job to convey market direction, right? It's, it's Realtor, that's their mission. They want to in, increase activity in the market and also they want to protect homeowner rights, right? And full disclaimer, I am a Realtor. So I want to make that clear before I play this video, but listen very, very closely to what Ryan says about price pressure, rate increase slowing, giving life back into the market, and then also pay very, very close attention to these uh, flippers that everyone glorified for the last, I don't know, however long, years. They've been glorifying these flippers. Now, l let me show you what these flippers did to the market. slowdown in the housing market as we know take a look at this case shiller index rising interest rates uh, taking a toll on the broader market prices and sales going down joining us now for an exclusive interview is realtor.com ceo ryan o'hara ryan good to see you this morning can you characterize where we are in the housing market right now yeah good morning maria nice to see you you too uh, it's a tale of two cities really uh and two parts of the country are really shifting if you look at the coast particularly california some parts of the east coast there is a slowdown there's more inventory coming and uh, we'll see some price pressure. However, in a lot of markets where job growth is, is up and wages are up, you're actually seeing some price appreciation and, and some inventory that's hitting a really healthy market. So it's, it's a bifurcated market then. Where are prices coming down the hardest? You're seeing inventory really hit into California. So the markets where we see prices uh, under pressure over time are places like San Diego, San Jose, San Francisco, Seattle. Uh, and areas that we think are going to grow in pricing because the economies are healthy are the smaller cities, Indianapolis, Milwaukee, Phoenix, even Miami. Ryan, it's Brian Brunberg here. If we see a, you know, a slowdown in rate increases into next year, which it looks like we're going to see, do you see that maybe bringing back the housing market a little bit? Could this firm up or could you even see a change in direction from what we have seen? I think you're right. If, if interest rates slow, there will be a twist back to the market. You've seen home flippers, for example, move out of the market. A home flipper tries to get in at a good price, adds value to the home, and then sells later at a higher price. I think people that are on the fringe have been staying back because interest rates are risky and they're not sure where they're going to end up, and they don't know what the buying side is going to be like a year from now. If interest rates stabilize or there's less increases, I think it brings back housing in a lot of markets. What had um, it's Dega McDowell, the changes to the tax treatment of real estate, the cap on your property tax deduction, the reduction in your mortgage interest rate um, deduction, has that changed psychology in this country to the negative in terms of home ownership? The cap's really going to hit higher income and higher priced homes, and I think people will feel that next April when, it, when they do their taxes for the first time. So you'll really know about a year from now. I do think that's going to hit the high end of the market. It's a definite change. It makes housing more expensive at the high end. Uh, but for the majority of Americans, it won't have a major impact. Brian, James Freeman here at the Wall Street Journal. I'm wondering if you can help people understand because we read about a lack of inventory, which you would normally think means higher prices, and yet we just saw that chart showing the the Case-Shiller growth uh, dropping. Yeah, there's, it's, it's really, every market's very different in real estate, so it matters where you are. Uh, for a while, inventory's been restrained. The housing starts were slow. Coming out of the recession, a lot of home builders uh, were taking their time or were much more conservative than in the past. 
you have seen that tick up. Next year, we see about a 7% increase in, in housing starts. Now, those will flow into the market in 2020, uh, but you're starting to see the, the home building market come back a bit. You just said that the, this cap uh, that people are going to feel once they do their taxes in April is going to hit the high end. How significant will we see prices drop on the high end, in your view, next year? Uh, well, it's, I think in places that were, have really high home prices, uh, you know, New York City or, or certain parts of California, I think the price of housing will go up. However, uh, people that have a diversified portfolio, they're obviously going to own a home, and a home brings more than just the appreciation and value. It's a place for your family, for your community. It has a lot of uh, fabric benefits to your life. So I think for people, uh, people need to live in a nice home and they're going to continue to live in a nice home. They're not going to get out of the market. So it will make it more expensive, but the higher end uh, uh, people that can afford it will stay in those homes. All right, Ryan, good to see you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Ryan O'Hara there. A tale of two cities. Wow. I mean, I'm not a super political kind of guy, but that sounds very political to me. But nonetheless... Listen, he said something very interesting there. He mentioned that this coastal pressure is being driven by one, inventory increase. The only reason inventory increases is because inventory is not selling. And the only reason inventory doesn't sell is one, a catastrophic event. Two, you have hard time getting financing or three the prices are just so astronomical nobody in their right mind would buy it and even if they're in their right mind no bank in their right mind is going to lend the money knowing in two three four years down the line when the market corrects itself and this loan is immediately underwater the first thing this person is going to do is file bankruptcy. We already seen this. 2008, 2009, we saw this already. So, very interesting way of putting it, Mr. O'Hare, and I appreciate that. Now, Brian brought up a very interesting point. If interest rates are to slow, that will certainly have an impact on buyers' taste buds being tantalized once again. But... How long will that last? I mean, does that stop a correction? No. That just, that's like putting a Band-Aid on a machete swing. I mean, really. Yes, you might sell some houses and people might get into the market. What we need is reasonable prices. We need reasonable prices. And the flippers, speculation help drive those prices so as we see flippers exit the market and true demand is revealed, true pricing will undoubtedly become more and more transparent. But you should know that everything has a trickle-down effect, whether you know you believe it or want to believe it or not, everything does. So what's going to happen? when the wealthiest Americans are affected by this tax cap, well, the ones who can stand it, most likely they are gonna maintain and you'll feel it some other way, your 
price of milk is going to go up. Something is going to happen to offset that cost, undoubtedly. But for the majority of people in those higher-priced homes, you know, this is America. We live on credit, cheap, cheap money. A lot of people can't afford half of what they have, and the other half is being paid on on a monthly basis. So what I think is going to happen, what I foresee is that many of those people will find that, hey, you know what? It's not so bad just having, I don't know, 2,000, 2,500 square feet, but maybe I can deal with 14 or 1,500 and grab a two-family, and that's going to keep the two-family, three-family market moving, which is why multifamily builders are still at work. All right, guys. So, listen, there's a lot going on in the market. I'm by no means a Debbie Downer. I just want you to be ready. I want you to be prepared, and I want none of this to come as a surprise. I was 19 years old in the last Great Recession. We are definitely headed for a market correction. I'm not a stock guy, but I follow the market, and I can tell you that something shifty is happening, but I don't have to tell you because all the world's greatest economics specialists and economists have told you already. What do I want you to do? Well, listen, there's good and bad on both sides, and really it's up to you to decide which one you want. Now, the good news, listen, price pressure, I love that. Competition in the market again where people that I grew up with, my friends and family can actually afford to buy homes in areas that they're familiar with and not 30, 40, 50, 60 miles, one, two, three, four, five states away. I love that. I love the fact that we're about to see an influx of people with actual money in their pockets, the smart ones who decide to sell their homes at the very top of the market. We actually are a little bit over the hill at this point, but sell in the next 60 to 90 days. Go ahead and rent an apartment, a nice little place for a couple of years, and all those people who didn't want to make the right decision at the right time, well, their homes will be coming on the market one way or another, and you'll have the cash to make it happen. So I'm very happy. I'm very excited about what's going on. I know it's going to be very painful for a lot of people, and I'm here for you in any way that I can be. Um, you just let me know exactly how I can help. So just wanted to give you a quick update. I will be back with more. Until then, be smart, be wise, be open, be vigilant, and most of all, be ready. This is DeAndre LaVarity, Rhythm of Real Estate Podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Reach out to me, all platforms, DeAndre LaVarity, D does real estate, current real estate group, and I'll talk to you soon.